Welcome as we kick off our third season of EIU Panthers podcast. I'm your host, Rich Moser. Today we visit with former EIU football player Jamie Pilson, who has gone on to be a successful businessman in the local community. He talks about the experience of playing for former head coach Bob Spoo, along with a couple of new initiatives taking place surrounding the EIU football program with the Panther Football Player Association and Panther Football Champions. EIU Panthers podcast are brought to you by Consolidated Communications. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, and you can listen to any of our archived episodes wherever you download and listen to your favorite podcasts. Now, our conversation with former EIU Panthers football player, Jamie Pilson. All right, welcome to another edition of EIU Panthers podcast. We'll start off season three here, and we're talking a little football. As football season's right around the corner. We're joined today by Jamie Pilson, a former EIU football Panther. So thanks for joining us, Jamie. Thank you for having me. Now, in addition to doing that, people are going to know your name, and especially in the area, Pilsen Auto, you're also a business owner in the town, kind of grew up around here, kind of just followed in the family's footsteps from that, and yeah. did you ever think of doing anything different, or was it always, I'm going to be a car a car person? Uh, no, <laughs> I actually worked outside the business uh, for a couple years when I graduated uh, at Eastern in 91. I went to work for Northwestern Mutual Life as a life insurance agent for a year, and then I worked at a, a uh, car dealership in Peoria, Illinois after that, okay. and then uh, my dad and I connected and ended up back here. So, but okay. uh, wasn't quite sure, but yeah. uh, it's, it was certainly the right thing. My dad did a lot of, lot of hard work to build it, and I'm just glad to be a part of it. So. Now, for you, I talk about that. You're, you're, you're from here. You kind of grew up here, but the transfer portal, everybody kind of talks about that. You're a similar model of that, but in an entirely different area and probably for entirely different reasons. You didn't start at Eastern and probably was an opportunity to start at a bigger school, knowing that you could always come back home if you needed to. Yeah, there's probably uh, a lot to that. Um, Started out at Indiana University and was there for, uh, started my sophomore year and just kind of ended up uh, probably with a bad attitude if I was going to describe it the one way and then wasn't 100% sure I was going to play ball and then uh, ended up back uh, at Eastern and started playing ball under Coach Spoo and uh, just incredible group of guys that I played with and uh, just finished it out at Eastern and a whole different ball yeah. game than what kids are doing today yeah. I wasn't sure what I was doing and, and made a decision to to come back home and then made a decision to play ball and um, certainly glad that I did that. Now for you, you talk about you played for Coach Spoo, you had some other coaches people are going to know from that era. John Smith was the defensive yeah. coordinator, still lives in the community. Roy Rickey, I think might have been the he offensive was, coordinator, he might have just been starting at the he time. He was, yeah, he was our OC. And yep. so, so names people are familiar with that have followed for a long time EIU football. What was it like kind of being around those guys? But then you stay in the community interacting them with them as an adult post-football. You know, it's one thing to uh, be a 19, 20, 21-year-old and be coached by somebody and the relationship you have there, and then to actually uh, grow up and realize uh, how special those guys really were. And not just as coaches, but as people, I, you know, there aren't any better people than uh, Bob Spoo, John Smith, Roy Wickey there. And today, um, you know, uh, 
all those guys uh, would be friends, yeah. you know, and so just, you know, done done some business with them and, and worked on projects with them, and they were just amazing uh, people. And I think my, my respect for them uh, grew even more after we were done. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I look back, matter of fact, I think I, I when Brian Callahan, who's one of my good buddies, okay. was coaching at Eastern, yeah. I'd go in the football office from time to time, and there was a time I went into uh, Coach Spoo's office and told him, I said, hey, I just appreciate you giving me a chance to play for you, and uh, I'm sorry if I was a knucklehead <laughs> from time to time, you know, I said, yeah. but uh, you did a ton for me. And all those guys, you know, as you look back on it, like those guys and the guys you played with and, and the university and the program, I, you know, they just... They made me who I am. That the whole thing shaped me, and uh, just need to look back on it. And I have a lot of fond memories out of that deal. Now you mentioned Brian Callahan. Another path you cross with is EIU's current head coach yeah. Chris Wilkerson. Now you guys are a little bit would have crossed. He would have been a youngster when you were kind of more of a veteran player. But you guys kind of got to know each other as it becomes a a family environment. What was it like for him coming back full circle as now the head coach for Eastern Illinois? Well, I can tell you uh, all the guys that I hang out with and talk to on a regular basis were super excited. Yep. Uh, they knew uh, Wilk's character. They knew him as a, as a young guy. They knew him as a coach, and they were just pumped that he was now our new head coach. Uh, funny story, Wilk was my, I think it was my fourth year and Wilk's first year, we were camp uh, roomies. Okay. So we got matched <laughs> up as roomies. So. Uh, we we certainly spent some time together, had some good times together, and uh, he's just a great fit for the program. We're excited. Now, one of the reasons I kind of ask you a little bit about the relationship here is a couple, two different things that Eastern is, is trying to do to reconnect with, with athletes, alumni, those types of things. Football specific in particular, the first one is called the Panther Football Players Association, yep. PFPA, and yep. and I don't know that people aren't going to mess those <laughs> those anagrams up as you go through it from that standpoint. And essentially that's just an opportunity for them to reconnect so mainly the coaching staff and then some other people can kind of stay connected. Yep, so the, the Panther Football Players Association is um, simply that. It is a, a place for the players to, uh, one, you, you enroll in the Players Association. It doesn't cost any money or anything, but it's just a way to get all the guys and the coaches in one spot. Yep so they can continue to communicate. Uh, hopefully, as we go along, we've got an event this year, an all-player tailgate that we're doing at homecoming for the PFPA. And so it's just, PFPA is all about connecting with former players, former coaches, and, and keeping people together. Um, I think that's one of the biggest challenges anytime you're on a team. You know, there's gonna be a group of guys, and I got about 15 guys that I talk to yeah. all the time. <laughs> But keeping everybody connected, there would have been a hundred guys in the program, or hundred plus, yeah. when I was playing. It's it's reconnecting with some of those guys, and so um, by putting that together, I think that was the entire goal: reconnect. And then for people to sign up for that, and I'll get the plug here because yeah. I they can go on our website, eiupanthers.com, on the football page, and there's a link in there. And as as Jamie said, it, it costs nothing. You just sign up connects your email and a cell phone number and then coach Wilkerson will magically start sending you some <laughs> correspondence yep. probably it's every couple of weeks football camp has started so he may even get some some 
more recent updates from him on, on yeah. that standpoint? I, you know, I think his goal was to try and, uh, you know, connect with guys as often as he could. I think he started out once a week, and yeah. we'll see if that, that keeps going. But, uh, you know, I know several guys in my group uh, have jumped in and, and joined the PFPA, and uh, they love getting the updates, you know, just seeing what's happening. And, and uh, you know, coaches, Coach Wilk, his philosophy is this team is our team. Yeah. And, and part of being in the PFPA is being part of the current team. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what it feels like. And, and uh, I, don't, I love being connected to the program. You know, and I know the guys that I hang out with love being connected to the program. So I'm looking forward to seeing how many guys we can get in there. I think we're yeah. 1,200, oh, wow. roughly 1,200 strong former players mm -hmm. out there. And I think we're 230 enrolled so okay. far. So, you know, we've got work to do to get yeah. everybody enrolled, but uh, it'll, be, it'll be a lot of fun when we do. And that'll be a good network opp opportunity there, not only to get them back, but just you never know if somebody in a, in a similar business to you in a similar town that you didn't realize was an alum, and all of a sudden that's a connection. Well, and you know, I think uh, that's a great point. One of the things that I think is, is awesome about it is as it grows, I think it'll give players and current players an opportunity to connect with former players, yep. former to connect with current for job possibilities. Yep. I think there's just a there's a whole network out there that we haven't really tapped into that I think can present uh, opportunities on both sides. So we're excited about that piece of it as well. Now that leads us to the next part, and okay. this one's going to make people open their checkbook, and that's why we didn't necessarily lead with this, because okay. we know people don't like to do that. It's called the Panther Football Champions, and this is a group that I know you and a couple other former players with Coach Wilkerson have kind of spearheaded, and it's, you guys, every error needs to go forward in terms of facilities, equipment, you name it, there's, there's never enough, I, I always use the analogy that Notre Dame has got more money than God, they don't think they have enough, so, right. so other, other people always know that you're you're chasing you always need a little bit more that is something though that does cost people money and i know you guys sure. have set some goals along the way tell people a little bit about that and then and maybe how they can get involved sure okay so uh panther football champions club was was started coach wilk and uh and the football operations guy kind of got together and and we started talking um and i was lucky enough to be part of the conversations but uh we started talking about what what's it going to take for us to get where we need to go and to return to a championship level. Yep. So the the name really kind of interesting story. The name uh, originated from a group of about eight guys that were involved in putting this thing together. Okay. And champions is what we came up with. One to honor our '78 national championship team, okay. and then number two because we have to champion for the the program yeah right and so um, this was uh, developed and we put together a strategic plan uh, there's four phases in the plan it's quite a yeah. quite <laughs> a uh, undertaking but um, you know we're excited about doing that um, the first part of it just to give you an idea was about impacting this 2023 season mm -hmm. and so uh, that piece of it has predominantly been revolving around former players and trying to connect with former players because we felt like um, if we could connect with former players, let them know where the program was and that we really needed help 
to get these kids that are there now excited and then retain them, yeah. right? Because you said it, transfer yeah. portal, yeah. <laughs> right? Retra uh, retain these guys, and then when we retain them and create some momentum and enthusiasm inside that, that will lead itself to recruiting. You know, because kids today, there's a lot of social media stuff yeah. going on, uh, good things are happening, those kids spread that, and that spreads to our potential recruits, so we really felt like we could impact 23. And then as we go on into like phase two, we're starting to work with things like on-field uh, technology, recruiting technology, scouting technology, and we're even uh, talking about delving into that scholarship world. Uh, who, who knows yep. you know, what's gonna happen inside of that? Um, but there's things like cost of attendance out there um, that some schools have available and some schools don't, and we wanna be competitive in the, in the recruiting landscape. Yep. And then you don't know where NIL is going to take yes. things. That's just absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, so we'll, that's kind of a wait and see. And then uh, you get into phase three and you start talking about things like uh, locker room uh, enhancements and upgrades and redos, facility enhancements and upgrades. And then you get into phase four of our, our plan and that gets big. Yeah. You know, we start talking about indoor facilities and there's just a, there's a very good plan in place mm -hmm. to uh, restore this program to where it where it's been yep. and where it deserves to be, and uh, you know Coach Wilk is is bought in. Now now all we got to do is I say it all the time. All we got to do now, Coach, is get a few W's. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, no nothing to create more momentum yes. than a few W's. Yes. And uh, but uh, those guys are working hard over there. I know that so. He'll find a way, but if if people want to get involved in the champions, um, you know there really are no levels or anything like that right now. We've been out talking to our our former players, and we've just said, hey, uh, it all starts with us as former players, and whatever you can do is much appreciated. And uh, you know if that's a hundred dollars or that's a hundred thousand dollars, right? Whatever, whatever is going to help. Uh, we've got some lofty goals and it's going to take all of us. And uh, it starts with former players. And of course it'll move to, to the community and to the business sector. And, yep. and we'll have to start working a lot of different uh, areas to make this thing happen. But um, I'm excited. I, we, we've got some momentum yep. in, in my mind right now. We've done, uh, we've done some good work up to this point and, uh, but it's just going to be a situation where we just uh, can't let up yep. and we just keep going. Now, I guess there are some things that we don't want to divulge here. There's some secrets sure. coming up that, that, as you talked about, the, some of the phases of the fundraising you guys have already had paid come to fruition. There are yep. some new things for people that haven't built in the building and they're, it's hard to remember if you haven't been in there forever. Just some window coverings, some new stickers, some new wall decorations, a yeah. new front lobby, little things like that that you don't think make a big impression, but when you're a guy that comes in day in, day out, all of a sudden, oh, they did something new. It's amazing what a difference in momentum, like, hey, they care what we're going on here. Yeah, well, you know, and I think these kids start to see, you know, if you've got a kid that's been in the program for five years now, yeah. um, you know, it's it's been a tough five years, and, and they haven't necessarily seen a lot of momentum. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, you know, you get a, some new gear, yeah. or a, a new pair of shoes, yeah. <laughs> and then you see some really cool branding in your team room or in the, the entrance when yeah. you come in, 
that means things are happening yeah. and uh, there's progress. And I also think like for, I, I've been around the program and I've been in and out of the facility a yeah. little bit over the last however many years, 30, 40 yeah. years. Um, you know, it hasn't changed a ton. Yeah. And uh, I think this is, a, a, you know, I don't know what you'd want to call it, but it's something that, that it's a bright light yeah. that, that's starting to shine on the program. And, uh, you know, I think that it's uh, something that's going to get the kids excited and former players excited, which then translates, again, to momentum, which translates to recruiting, which translates to wins, which, yep. you know, I mean, it's just all kind of goes hand in hand and, and works together. So, but there's some cool stuff happening. We're, we got yep. momentum. We got turf. Yes, we do. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Yep. That new turf looks, is it done yet? It will be done early next week. Okay. Yep. So um, I've seen it. Uh, I actually went for a walk the other day okay. and walked up <laughs> in the stands and took a look, and it looks phenomenal. Yes. Phenomenal. So I think people will be amazed by, by that. And there's some things they, they don't see. But I guess to, we know what it does for the players. Yeah. How has the reception been? I know you're kind of still in the infant stages of what the plan is, but how have people been in terms of when you've approached them? Because as we talked about before we started the podcast, people have never really been asked for money a lot yeah. of times in the football program. Yeah. And now this is maybe a little strange or, or tough for them sometimes. I, you know what? Um, if I had to give it one word, I, I would say that... Uh, Excited. I, the guys that I've talked to are just excited that we're doing something, and and we're really, uh, you know, targeted or focused specifically on restoring that program. And uh, so the guys are excited. I, I think the guys, uh, they're hungry. You know, yep. and 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 when you when I uh, call or talk to somebody about it, there I think they're. Um, they're refreshed a little bit. Okay. You know, they're like, yeah. yeah, this is awesome. You know, and, and some people aren't ready to give and, and some people are just ready to go now. Some yeah. people need a little bit more information, but some people are like, yeah, what, what can I do? Yeah. And, uh, they're ready to jump in and some want to wait. Some want to kind of sit back and wait they don't and see. Be the first guy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know what? I would say the reception has been fantastic Good. on it. So we're, I couldn't be more excited. Now I'm going to change it a little bit to you, okay. a different perspective, not, a, not as a player anymore, a former player, but now as a parent. You've had two sons that are been part of the program. Yep. Your youngest is currently on the team, transferred in, came kind of back home. Yep. We've talked away from this that he was away for school, COVID kind of happened and changed his whole college experience. Yeah. Two questions kind of here. One, what is it like to have your boys kind of follow for you? But two, as a parent, not as an alum, when you see things like this at the program that you guys are trying to put together, what does that help you in terms of you, you were the parent and didn't know anything about Eastern. I'm selling you and Coach Wilk is like, hey, we got all these things going on. Yeah. What does that what does that invigorate you to do? Well, I would say if I'm a parent and my kid's going through the process of recruiting or I've got a kid that's considering coming to Eastern, again, I would I would look at it like progress. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, we went through the recruiting process with both my, uh, my youngest and my middle son. And, uh, yeah, we, we were on some campuses that you're like, man, there's things happening yeah. here. <laughs> and in this program, there's things happening here. 
and I think that's what I would feel as a parent. Yeah. You know, now all of a sudden I'm walking the facility, I'm talking to the coaches, I'm seeing the players. I'm like, man, this this thing's moving. It, it's going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or um, the other side of it would be there's investment in this. Yeah. You know, this this community, this school is invested. The former players are invested in this program. And if if I felt like there was progress and investment, it would be hard for me not to encourage, yeah. you know, my kid to make that decision if that was a direction he wanted to go. So yeah. I feel like that's that's kind of what I would see yeah. inside of it. Now then, for you, the other part of that question, both two of your boys have played here. Yeah. Both had different ones just now getting the experience. The other one I know had a little different experience under yeah. a different coaching staff. Yeah. Kind of what was it just for you having them have the opportunity to play close for home for people that they should know, but people that don't know for some reason, Mattoon and Charleston only about eight or nine miles yeah. apart. So the opportunity I know for you and your wife to be able to see your boys continue to play has got to yeah. be, be um, special. <laughs> that is. I, I don't, you know, my youngest was out in Pennsylvania playing, okay. right? Yes. So that was a 13-hour drive. Wow. <laughs> and uh, great experience, yeah. right? Um, but... Man, I don't, I don't, uh, don't miss the it's drive. a, I know, but I, but I think what's, what's really special about here is the people, right? So, um, you get to the stadium and, you know, it feels like I know all the people there, but yeah. you just know tons of people. Those people are invested in the program. Those people are invested and know what's going on with my son yeah. or sons, you know, and, I don't know. It's a, a different kind of feeling. Um, it's again, it's community, right? So you go out to Lehigh, and the parents and the the kids that are part of the program know what's going on. But here, you know, you, you're the community is engaged. Yeah. So whether we're talking about what's happening with my kid or what's happening with the program, it's just. Uh, I don't know how it feels like family. You know, you've just got a, a big group of people pulling for you, a big group of people interested. And so there's just, I don't know, you know, you you get to share um, some of the good stuff and you get to share some of the not so good yeah. stuff, right? <laughs> and But you share it together yeah. with a lot more people. And so, you know, there's not a, I don't know, there's not a, it doesn't seem like there's a day that goes by that I don't end up having a conversation about Eastern football or about what's going on with my kids. And yeah. if they're if they're out at Lehigh, you know, that's it's just not quite the same. Yeah. You know, so and it just feels good. It's you know, EIU is is like it's been transformational for my family. Yeah. You know, my wife's from went to EIU, you know, she was a Pink Panther. Okay. My dad went to EIU, I went to EIU. My uh, two youngest sons went to EIU. All of my best friends are from EIU. You know, I mean, it's just it's just woven into to our lives, and uh, you know, it's our it's our university. And uh, you know, I think sometimes, and and one thing that's popping in my brain is, you know, sometimes you you when you start talking about like, and I'm segueing a little bit here to supporting the program, but when you start talking about supporting the program, sometimes we can get caught up in in what's been happening. Like mm-hmm. we've struggled a little bit. We haven't won many games here recently. But the and we may not agree with something that's happening, 
The reality is, though, it's our program. Like, regardless of what's going on in, in the coaching world or the decisions that are getting made, like as a former player or and a former student, yep. that's my university and that's my football program, right? And, and I can't, I've got to support it no matter what. Um, because, it, you know, the coaches are not going to, we're not going to have the great fortune that we had with Bob Spoo, yeah. right? You, that stuff doesn't happen, yeah. right? Uh, he was there forever. And if that happens again, it'll be absolutely incredible, yeah. right? <laughs> but coaches will come and go. Uh, administrators come and go. And, and, uh, but it's still our program. And we have to support it. And there's some good stories and there's some bad stories, um, but they're our stories, yep. right? And so we just have to support the program. Believe me, there's been times that I've been super excited and there's been times I've been frustrated. Yeah. But, it, but that doesn't change the fact that it's our program. It's my program, you know? So sorry about the segment. No, that's fine. <laughs> well, I'm going to wrap it up. we got one more question okay. for you here, and this will kind of help you encapsulate a little bit of that is, and it would make you think back 20, 30 years ago when you were a player. Is there a moment, a game that kind of you remember that stands out that, like, that was my Eastern memory? Like, when you get together with, you said, your 12, 13 guys, like, that's the game we talk about or that's the the moment. I know I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, there's... And preferably a clean one that's not yeah, I, from it. <laughs> I've had that conversation with somebody else. I'm like, you need to tell me one that we cannot have to edit out. Yes, I understand. <laughs> um Wow, you know, we, we've, we've talked a little bit about this as a group. And you know what's crazy is what's the, it's not the, the games necessarily um, that are remembered. Yeah. A lot of it's the work that's remembered. You know, it's, the, it's, it's when you, you know, it's 6 a.m. workouts in the field house and just sweating and and sometimes puking (laughs) it's it's the work you put in together it's the situations where your your coach uh pushed you or a coach pushed a group so hard um you know that those those are the things that stick um you know there's some some games that i remember my wife said something uh yesterday or not yesterday last week uh she was talking to somebody that went to murray state and we were talking about the horse, you know, and I said, I just, I wanted to take the horse down, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. and then that, that thing was running and we ended up getting beat in a uh, controversial uh, decision on a pass interference call on the opposite side of the field. Okay. And we, we were scored to win. And uh, so that, that one unfortunately sticks yeah. a little bit, but uh, what sticks is the, just all the relationships and the hard work and and uh, the memories with the guys that I played with, you know, that's really what sticks. And so, you know, there's some good stories. There's some fun yeah. ones, you know. So I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world. I think there's probably you know some guys that that have some moments. Um, friend of mine, I didn't get a chance to experience it, but talks about going to University of Montana and like a battery episode and like, and then there was a, a, a guys that like batteries coming out of the oh, stands, wow. 
And then there was the bagel. There was a bagel game where the bagels were all thrown out on the field. <laughs> you know, it was, yeah. it was just those kind of things end up sticking. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we had a lot of close games my senior year. That's the other thing that sticks big time. I don't remember. I think we lost six games by like. I don't remember. It was five of them were like seven points total. Yeah. You know, it was crazy, crazy year, but uh, a lot of good memories for Pretty sure. Good. Well, that's good stuff. We appreciate your time, Jamie. Yeah. This is Jamie Pilson from Football Alum, also kind of one of the people spearheading the Panther football champions. If you want more information about that, eiupanthers.com. There are links on there on the football page on how you can get involved, how you can contact somebody. And if not, they're putting together this list. Jamie and his group will find you, and they will, <laughs> they, will, they, will, they will contact you. But we prefer that you're kind of interested and that this motivates you to want to get involved and get back to your program. Well, we would absolutely love for people to reach out, right? So, you know, we'll certainly reach out and, and uh, uh, do the best we can to, to try and connect. But if you've got any questions, don't, don't hesitate. You know, um, certainly I can be connected with on social media, on Facebook. Um, you know, you could uh, shoot me an email. Yep. I mean, if somebody's mm -hmm. got a question, jpilson at pilsonauto.com. Shoot me an email and... Uh, I'd love to set up a time to, to chat, catch up, whatever, you know. Uh, we're just excited about where the program's going, what Coach Wilk and his crew are doing, and excited to watch these boys, uh, you know, help be the start of uh, restoring this program and, and all of us former players be a start of, of restoring this program. We're, we're super excited about it. All right, well, I appreciate it. Thank you for your time, Jamie. Yeah, thank you very much.